Hi, Art Supply Posse. Kim here today. I have an interview with Katie Smeets. Is that the correct way of pronouncing your surname, Katie? I yes, forgot to ask. Yeah, that's perfect. Excellent. Good, good, good. Mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to this chat because um, what Katie does is just fantastic and I know nothing about it at all. So I'm going to learn as much as you guys today if you don't know about what Katie does. So thank you, Katie, for joining us today. Um, I'd like to get started with, can you tell us who is Katie Smeets? Okay, well, um, I'm an ink artist um, and I'm from Adelaide, South Australia. I want to know, because is, is, is it correct that your the ink you use is alcohol ink? Is that right? That's correct, yes. Yeah. So I use um, alcohol inks. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so I use the brand Piñata um, and um, I use a very specialist paper that's called Yupo paper, which I think is Japanese. It's a specially coated paper. Ooh, that sounds interesting. Yeah. Does that mean it's expensive if it's Japanese? Oh, it can be. It can be expensive. I've been lucky enough to find um, a couple of really good little art shops, um, locals. So yeah, if I if I buy in bulk, it's not too bad. So how can you tell us how it is that your passion, your artistic passion, came to be using not just inks but alcohol inks in particular? Well, it's a bit of a bit of a strange story, really. Um, I was um, originally I've been a, t- a graphic designer for over ten years. Um, and then I was um, unexpectedly made redundant uh, when I was on maternity leave. Um, so then sort of had to make a quick change in um, career and uh, I, I still wanted to explore my creativity but in new ways that um, that were away from the computer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just started, I watched a few YouTube videos, um, people experimenting with alcohol inks and just loved the look of it. So I bought a couple, uh, bought my paper, um, I had a practice at home and just um, fell in love with them from the from the first time I used them. Really, um, they're quite unpredictable, which can be challenging, um, but also really exciting. Um, yeah, so I was still completely self-taught. Wow, that's um, that's pretty cool. That's yeah. that's really really cool. And I'm hearing a lot more of that too because I guess technology and internet youtube you know mm. podcasts all sorts of things like it's it's really great that people can actually be self-taught i mean classes are great but it is also great that you can just decide to do something and at least have a go oh but- definitely that's it that's so true yeah yeah yes. it, was just, it was just a hobby <clears throat> hobby really i i have i suffer from anxiety so um i also find the process of painting with the inks very relaxing and allows me to completely switch off from the outside world and sort of immerse myself completely in the painting and you know sometimes they turn they turn out amazing sometimes they're a bit different um but that's part of the fun of it really I'm still learning um now well I I can uh share with you that I have anxiety myself so I too know what that is like and uh yeah I I know all about that photography is my thing um Mm -hmm. but I have been playing around with other things of course so inspired by by this podcast um so I I totally I'm on board with you with uh that that just doing something creative that just lets you you know your your mind relax and and or not necessarily relax but maybe forget about everything for a little while that's what it does to me anyway yeah yeah completely just gives you that few moments where you're not you're not worrying (laughs) you're not thinking you're just concentrating on and I'm just concentrating watching those inks you know, flow and emerge and, yeah, it's just mm. mesmerising to watch. 
Yeah. So can you share a little bit about that process of, of actually how you create a new piece? Sure. So I, normally at the start of a piece, I have a rough idea of the colours that I'm using. Um, I tend to use just a three or four colours to begin with. So I'll lay out my colours first. Uh, I'll grab my Yupo paper um, and then I'll um, I use um, isocol rubbing alcohol as a base. So I'll pour that on quite liberally onto the paper. Um, and then I will use, I'll just drop the inks onto the paper. Uh, I rarely use a paintbrush. Instead, I sort of push and guide the inks around and let them pull um, and dry uh, on their own to get the effects that I'm looking for. Sometimes I like to use a heat gun to create some extra texture. Um, and then, yeah, they, they pretty much do their own thing. I'll, I'll usually blow onto the inks as well to help them merge into each other. Um, you never really know how the final piece is going to turn out. I can quite often use the same set of colours, but mm -hmm. each piece will be completely different and completely unique, which I think is, is, is why I love using them so much. So when you say you push them around, is that, is that using an actual device, not using something? Uh, I tend to, so I use a, um, a small travel hairdryer to oh. um, to blow the inks around or I can just, just you know, uh, use um move the paper around so they mm -hmm. blend into each other they, they're quite wet to begin with so you can maneuver the inks around quite a lot um yeah so i don't, I don't use a paintbrush uh, and i said the heat gun sometimes you can get some really awesome textures from the heat gun itself hmm. that's that sounds really cool yeah, yeah. It really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah once they've dried oh sorry yeah yeah so i does that mean like hairdryer does, this might be a silly question, but I'm going to ask it, a hairdryer can be cool or warm. So would you use both those settings, like the, the cool air as well as warm air, or is it one or the other? Or uh, Yeah, um, I just use the, um, the low setting. So it's a low heat setting and the low mm -hmm. power setting. Uh, mm -hmm. I've just got a really cheap travel hairdryer it's only got two settings <laughs> anyway um and it's just it, the, it's just enough air to just push it a little bit further than your own breath can if that makes sense um, yeah it does yeah yeah so it, it lets you fill the paper um a lot easier with the inks yeah yeah i can imagine you otherwise you'd also run out of breath pretty you quick. would you'd get out of breath pretty quick <laughs> That would be funny if you needed medical assistance from, from that sort of thing. <laughs> Especially on the large pieces. Some of my pieces are sort of A1 size, so they're pretty oh, big pretty oh, big wow. pieces to work on. So, yeah, I definitely need the hairdryer with those larger pieces. Yeah, yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> so where, where do you get your inspiration from? Oh, like every, everywhere really. Um, I guess the nature. Um, I'm constantly inspired by nature, the colours that I see in our garden and um, we're, we live close to lots of beautiful national parks, so just seeing the different colours up there and different cultures and people. My two boys inspire me daily. Mm. Um, and I also particularly really love uh, some of the Aboriginal paintings as well. I love their rich colours and the, the use of their of, of pen work. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm constantly inspired really. Yeah. When I was browsing your, I think it was your Etsy shop, I saw that you have your work is so there's the painting now this is me describing what I don't know what I'm describing so bear <laughs> with me but there's the the painting created with the the alcohol inks and then you've yeah. got surrounding it 
um, motifs. So, for example, you know, uh, a, a kookaburra or a, or a butterfly, like you've got animals or things. So how do you create that as well? Like that, that how, like do you make that all as one thing together or is that something you have professionally done as a print, like a copy yeah. of Yeah, how does that work? What's Because that just looks amazing. Oh, thank you. Yeah, so I was interested to see how I could take the paintings to, you know, a, a next level, I guess. And I, I think this is where my graphic design experience comes into play because even though I initially said I wanted to step away from the computer, I ended up going back on the computer <laughs> to um, draw these designs. So uh, with the uh, Australian animals and the yeah, the other prints that you can see, um, they all derive from an original um, alcohol ink painting of mine but mm-hmm. what I do is I'll scan that in um, and then I use a computer program called Illustrator to draw the outline of the animal and and then I use a it's called a clipping mask so then I will layer my ink painting with the drawing outline that I've done so I essentially create a silhouette pretty yeah. much and then yeah. the painting then becomes the color that you see behind the object because I'm actually terrible at drawing with a pen <laughs> um, <laughs> but if you give me a computer I can draw digitally pretty well um so that was just a new way to create prints um yeah it was quite exciting to see how the I, I was just excited to see how my inks would look behind an actual object yeah it looks amazing. I I was quite. I've just browsed it a number of times just for no reason other than they are pretty. Um, <laughs> which I don't know. Does that make me sound shallow? I'm not sure, but they're just beautiful. And it's funny you should mention it because it did actually also when I first saw them, it made me think of Aboriginal paintings, even though I know it's not. It's yeah. that's kind of where it took me. My mind took me to that sort of because I've seen similar sorts of things done with that and I'm like oh it's kind of like that in a way yeah yeah I guess yeah I've heard I've heard people say similar things too and and sometimes with the paintings what I like to do is when they're completely dry which can be sort of up to 24 hours I like to uh, go in and add some extra dots and some pen lines Uh, I use Posca pens to then go in and add some extra details it just gives it that little something extra yeah Wow, that's um, that's really cool. So, do is all your work like? Do you do you do commissions and things, or do you just create your artwork and put it out there, and then people buy it? How how does that process work? If someone falls in love with the piece, but they think, oh, those colors might not work in this room that I want to put it in, or as a gift for someone they don't like that color, like how, is it something you do? Do you do? Yeah, yes, yeah, so I certainly do take on commissions. Um, I, I have a lot of people that. Have, They'll send me photos of their lounge room or, you know, wherever they want the, the artwork to go and they're not quite sure of the colours that will work in that space. They mm-hmm. quite often send me photos and I'll, I'll talk to them about, you know, the colours that will work in that space and we can sort of try and create them a, a special piece just for that room. So, yeah, yeah, it is. Um, the, the only hard thing I can is pe- people sometimes say, I really love this piece, but... <laughs> Can I can I have that piece? And it, I have to explain that each piece is completely unique, and it's impossible, even if I use the same colours, to replicate a piece again. Um, so yeah, it, it's quite tricky. But yeah, no, com- I definitely do take on commissions. Yeah. Well, that makes it even more special in many ways, particularly if someone had, well, even if they haven't commissioned it, but if they have, like they've said, my favourite colours, and they've given you, you know, three or four colours. Yeah then they know that there, there's no chance in the world that you could do this a million times and you'd never replicate that same, that, yeah. same image, which is pretty special, I would think. Yeah, yeah, you've got a completely, you know, a one-off piece. Yeah, 
yeah that's um that's really really cool so is is it is your art like is this now your main job your artwork or are you doing just doing it as a little side gig or how does that work if you don't mind sharing with us of yeah course. no well it, it um it's kind of it is becoming that way it did initially uh, start off as just a hobby you know while I was on maternity leave I just needed a, a little something else to focus on and um I, I set up my Facebook page and sold a few pieces to a few friends and um, and then Adelaide, being Adelaide, you know, word of mouth soon got around and I was getting more commissions and uh, I eventually plucked up the courage to ask a few shops if they would like to stock some of my work and um, I've been really lucky um, and a lot of shops throughout Adelaide have taken on my, my prints and artwork. So, it's yeah, it's rapidly becoming uh, my, my sole uh, piece of work at the moment yeah well, that's good it's a nice thing to be doing I think I would think <laughs> oh it is yeah I mean I couldn't ask for more it's uh yeah, yeah it's, it's been yes yeah, I've only uh, been doing this for just over a year so it's oh, been wow. a crazy crazy 12 months yeah that's pretty amazing I didn't realize you were quite so new to it yes yeah yeah that's fabulous yeah. So have you ever or have you even thought of teaching this type of art to anybody? Um I ha- no, I haven't actually, but I I would love to. I when my mum my mum was over from the UK uh last year and she was very intrigued and I had a lot of fun teaching her and showing her how to use them. So it's definitely something I would look into. Yeah. Cool. Well guys, if when you're listening and and you're keen and you'd like to see Katie perhaps you know, make some online courses that you can do. Hit her up uh, on social media or let us know and we can let her know because you never know. I think it's it's nice when you have a, a thing you can do, a skill or, a, you know, whatever it is, whether it's artistic or not, if you can share it with other people. Yeah. There's something nice about that, I think. Yes, definitely. Yeah, it is. And it's, it's, such a, it's such a lovely medium to work with. I mean, anyone, you know, anyone can do it really. It's just, you know, the, the main the main thing is just getting your colours right. If you've got some colours that really work well together, then you can't do anything wrong. Yeah. So can you share with us a little bit about like um, tips and tricks? Like you've mentioned, obviously you've mentioned the, the process, but is there certain things that people, like do you have to use the type of paper you use? Can you use different sorts? What? How does that affect the outcome? You know, are there some brands that are better than others in terms of ink and, and things like that or yeah um really when it comes to alcohol inks you need to uh really use a non-porous surface um so it doesn't really work as well on canvas because what happens is the canvas just draws the ink in it soaks in um and you can't move it around as much but with the Yupo paper, it's got this lovely, smooth, shiny surface that really allows the inks to flow into each other. You, um, I have seen them used on ceramic tiles before, so you can make sort of coasters and, and things. That's really cool. Um, so, yeah, anything with a non-porous surface, you can use them on um, any ceramic. You can use them on mugs um, and plates as long as you seal them afterwards. Um uh, as far as tips go, um, I personally use the Pinata range of inks. I find they have really good pigment, really good colours. Uh, I also use the Copic refill inks. Mm-hmm. Um, you get such a huge range of colours with those. Um, and then the, the Posca pens I find are really good because you can use those on any surface. Mm. 
Uh, and then just my other little tip, I think, would be if you are using a, a heat gun, is to not use it for a prolonged period of time just in one space on the paper. As I, I soon found out, what can happen is the surface of the paper can actually bubble with the heat and it will also um, it leads the uh, paper to start curling. So, um, yeah, just use, keep your heat a safe distance away from the paper. And also, I think I mentioned before, just try and stick to just a few colours at a time. Otherwise, you're, if you use too many colours, the colours become quite murky. Mm-hmm. So you create mud. <laughs> yes, yes, you do. Yeah, it's very tempting because you, you, you know, I'm surrounded by all these beautiful colours and I just want to use all of them, but really just, you know, three or four and you really get to see the, like, the true beauty of the inks. Yeah. Is it something that, like I play around a little bit with um, fountain pen inks and, and, you know, creating art that way, just random things and just applying it to paper, you know, wet paper generally speaking or or dry. But I know I can often, once it's dry, I can go back and put more colour over and and do all that sort of stuff. Does does, does that type, does alcohol inks lend themselves to that sort of thing or is it a case of you make that piece and once it's dry, other than applying, as you said, going back and applying, you know, Posca pens or whatever else you might use to add extra detail, is it a case of that one lot of ink and that's it only? Um, yeah, pretty much. I try and get each painting done in one go. You mm-hmm. can um, you can let them dry for sort of 24 hours and then go and layer up the colours again after. Um, you do get a funny sort of texture if you do add too many layers though you get um you sort of lose a lot of that transparency with the inks if you sort of mess with them too much so i i definitely prefer just to try and just do it all in that one go yeah just let them do their thing to begin with yes that's it yeah no i, I find it very hard just to walk away when it's done and then just leave it and walk away yeah, I think uh, all artists have that. As I think it's really hard to know when you're done. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah, yeah, walking away sometimes is just the best. You just go away and have a look tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Because you can, it's so easy to overwork them and, you yeah. know, add, you might think, oh, I need to add a bit more gold, a bit more silver. But really, uh, I'm learning just to know when to walk away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> have a coffee or go to sleep and have a look the next day. That's it. That's it. Definitely. <laughs> so, are there any, are there anyone? Is there, oh, sorry, is there anyone on YouTube that you would recommend people have a look? Seems that we don't have a course by Katie yet, um, no. <laughs> which is you know me saying that you need to do it. Um, can you recommend uh, anyone in particular or if just people search in general for alcoholics on YouTube, they'll find plenty of, you know, ones that are good? Because YouTube can be hit and miss. You can get some yes. great things and not Definitely. quite. Yeah, there are just so many great videos out there. I think if you just, just type in alcohol inks, it's becoming so hugely popular at the moment. Um, there isn't one particular person I can think of off the top of my head but there are some I think yeah just watch watch a few videos just to get the initial process uh down but then really it's just up to you then it's up to your own imagination to uh do your own thing just getting out there and practice yeah just practice 
I think the most important thing is just have fun as well. You know, don't get too um, caught up on the whole process of it all. It's, it's pretty easy, but just I think if you have fun, then that shows through in the final painting as well. Mm-hmm. Now, I have a question which is probably tricky and it might not be a nice question, but I like to ask it because I like, I like making people think and uh, <laughs> just being a little bit silly. But okay. let's say... Let's say that there was only one colour left in the world of alcohol ink that you could use for the rest of your life. Yeah. What colour would it be? Oh, now that's a tricky one because I have quite <laughs> a few favourite colours. Uh, <laughs> let me think. I would say it would have to be turquoise, that you know, oh. that lovely turquoise yeah. green that you get just simply it's because beautiful. it reminds me of the ocean. I, I was just about to say the exact same thing. It reminds me of the ocean. It's a beautiful colour. Yeah. 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 I always find turquoise has an instant calming effect on me. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I am the same. Definitely. <laughs> so, yes, definitely so turquoise, I would say. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, good, good choice. <laughs> so have you got anything planned for 2019, anything you want to share, any, you know, travels that might inspire future work or do we just we keep keep an eye on, on your website or your Etsy and, you know, social media, that sort of thing? Yeah, just keep an eye out. I've got some exciting ideas that I want to try out soon and looking at some new techniques and new prints that I want to uh, try and work on. Uh, I guess my long-term goal, I would love to collaborate with a homeware designer at some point just to see, I think it would be amazing to see my my uh, paintings on textiles. That would be just amazing, like bedding or pillows, cushions, that sort of thing. But we'll see. I'm just um, just taking each day as it goes at the moment and having lots of fun. I'm saying yes to soft furnishings. That's a great idea. <laughs> oh, I just, just love to see it. It would be very exciting to see it. Uh, yeah, on an actual 3D item. <laughs> yes. Oh, you know, the other really cool thing would be um, wallpaper. That would be yeah. cool as a feature. Now, now you're talking. Yes, that would now be we're, Now we're scaling you up. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That is a feature wall. That would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I love that idea. You can have that idea. I don't mind. <laughs> That's a great dude. That's that would actually be really cool. And but even even on plates and things like that, like the the patterns that that are created from what you do, they really lend themselves to lots of different things other than just a picture. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but other than just a picture on a wall, like you can do so much. Yeah. You can imagine so much with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, endless. I think the the ideas. Yeah. <laughs> so is there anything else we haven't discussed anything you want to share with us or any thoughts you might have anything else we've covered a lot and no, i just uh, want to thank you for this opportunity it's been lovely it's been lovely chatting, chatting about thank what i do it's been awesome thank you that's okay thank you very much uh and thank you art supply posse for listening i appreciate it and uh, we shall see you next time thank you katie that was great thank you hi again posse I hope you enjoyed that uh, discussion with Katie. She is um, a lovely person who does some just amazing artwork. Head over to her social media pages or her Etsy store and have a look at what she creates. It is just gorgeous. Let us know too if you have a go at doing uh, creating alcohol ink, especially if you haven't done it before or maybe you've done it and 
just put it down for a while let us know um we like to get some feedback from you guys to find out if you are learning things uh after listening you know having a go at creating your own artwork you can do that on instagram or twitter you can if you prefer send us an email as well hello at artsupplyposse.com we do love getting feedback from you um, and let us know if there's someone you would like to hear more about or particular a certain type of art that you you know you've been interested in whether it's designing fabric for clothes or sculpting or anything if you'd like to know more about something just let us know and uh, we can follow it up for you don't forget we are on patreon as well we have a patreon um, where if you come along there and support us we have a few different things for you including uh patreon only podcasts so that means you'll get to listen to them and nobody else which is a nice little thing for you a nice little bonus to thank you for supporting us uh so head on over to patreon.com forward slash art supply posse I'm I'm thinking you need to be on couches and I'm um, I'm just imagining fabric by the by the bolt and, and just <laughs> I think that would be amazing. I love the wallpaper idea. Wallpaper's huge at the moment and the whole big pattern wallpapers. Exactly, huge. it is. It's everywhere. Um have you seen the the um wallpaper you can get by Florence Broadhurst? I she was have. A, oh isn't that to die for beautiful isn't it yeah that's where my mind as soon as you said that I went oh that's exactly (laughs) what you could do with your stuff because it's that same sort of I mean it's completely different to the art she created but it has that repetition that Mm. over the scale of a wall would look amazing and the lovely bold colors as well yeah yeah if you yeah. do that, you must tell me just so I can check it out. <laughs> I, know, I will. I will. I'll definitely look into it.